Hey, welcome back to Younger and Older with Jason and Dave. We've been talking about a lot of different things. We've been talking about horror films, and we've been talking about hours of influence, and how the things that we watch and do impact our lives, and whether or not it's important to fit in. And I think we ended our, well, I know we ended our discussion um, before the break there talking about normal, and whether, you know, we need to be normal or different, and if we need to be different, what sort of different we need to be, because we can be different without necessarily being the right sort of different. And we could be normal without necessarily being the nor- right normal. And is it important to be normal? And that was a is lot. It, do you want to be normal or do you want to be right? And that's a great question because I think that's what we struggle with at, at the core of it because normal isn't always necessarily right. Yeah. We would like, we would and like right normal. right isn't to, always yeah, normal. Yeah, but we would like it to be that way. We would like it to be that way. In right, fact, right. we might define it that way. We might say... The normal in my life is right. Right. And I think we even define some of the common things, you know. So, for instance, you know, let's go hang out, Dave. Okay. What does that mean? Well, what's the normal thing to do? That's what I'm asking. Exactly. Who's on first? Who's on second? (laughs) What's on second? What's on second? You know, I I mean. (laughs) I can catch that reference. Some people might not. (laughs) Yeah. But honestly, if you say let's hang out, I have no idea what that means. Right. So if you have, uh, first of all, I have to ask you another question. It's burning in my heart. Are Please. clowns bad now? Are clowns bad now? I th- <sighs> they used to be funny. Well, and that's the thing. And I would say not necessarily. So if I'm having a children's, like you have two children, two yes. young. How old, how old are your kids? I have a four-year-old and like a one-and-a-half-year-old. And another one on the way. And another one on the way. Yeah. Okay. So would you invite a clown to a birthday party? I, for them, yes, because th- their influence hasn't been anything else. So you're, the clown at your party would be funny. Yeah. Okay. So, but so that's what I'm good. wondering. You know, every once in a while I say things. And but, but here's the great thing, and, and it goes with our There are people where a normal clown that's funny, they don't like anymore because of the influence of evil clowns in their life. Yeah. Now, to show you how in the dark I am on some things, I can't imagine a clown being evil. Right. I can't imagine that. Right. I used to watch Bozo. Bozo. I, Bozo Buckets. Yeah, I used to watch Bozo. I loved and, Bozo and, Buckets. And all the kid. different clowns that went with him. I used to walk home from grade school in Chicago, actually eat lunch while I watched Bozo and went back. And Bozo was funny. He was hilarious. Yeah, so why would I ever be afraid of him? Right. Precisely. Do you know how weird it is that things that once were innocent and funny can be turned to being evil? And I, f- I feel like that's happening more and more. It is. You know, because even with, um, like, even TV shows, you know, like, I remember growing up watching cartoons. I mean, you had the Looney Tunes, you had whatever else there was. Yep. You know, and you look at TV shows now, and it's almost as if they're introducing things that don't need to be introduced at all. Right. They used to just be funny. Right. And, and really slapstick stuff and funny stuff. And I remember one of my favorite um, cartoons growing up was El Cabong. I don't even know what that yeah, is. Yeah, I know. It, it was uh, Quick Draw Madraw and some others, but this guy was. Yeah, hey, thanks. <laughs> there, was, there was this, I think it was uh, a donkey or a mule or something. Aww. I forget what it was, but he would fly around on a rope and hit things with a guitar. A donkey would fly. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It I, like but it. you know what? It, it, and, yeah. and it was El Cabong, and the way they got a name was it was Cabong when, when it hit with the guitar. And, and this know. was normal to watch. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> It was pretty funny. <laughs> Going back to our normal. So I, it, the, the thing is, I know things have changed in life and things have changed through history. 
But when you get together and you're in your age bracket, if a couple of people came over and said, hey, Jason, can we come hang out at your home tonight? Right. What are they asking? You know, it's, it's different based on the person, I think. Um, because I think that my wife and I tend to be more talkers. Like we enjoy conversation. And so usually we have like snacks and food and we hang out and chit chat and talk or even play a game. Um, so depending on, on the person, that's what we might do. Otherwise, I do know that there are other people that want to come over and like watch a movie, okay. you know, and that's their hanging out. Or, you know, and so I think it, it even differs depending on, on what category of age. What happens that comes to you when you watch a movie? I mean, what, what goes on in somebody's head when you sit down and watch a movie? Well, that also goes, depends on the person too, because there's the certain types that, like, that is their goal is to watch the movie. And so you can't have any conversation. You're really not doing anything. They're just watching the movie, and it's kind of, what's the point of hanging out? You know, or you have the, the other type where you could put a movie on in the background, but you're really just ignoring it and so talking through it. So what's the point it. of the movie? Precisely. Well, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a great, you know. Yeah. And then sometimes I invite, you know, some younger people over. You know, even sometimes when I had, like, say, my program team from the summer over who is, whether it's, you call it iGen or the next, whatever the next Whatever they are. Whatever right. is younger than millennial. You know, and they come and they, they interact with each other, but half the time they're on their phones. You know, and, and it's just like, are you here or are you elsewhere? And then when you're elsewhere, you're communicating with here, you know, and so there's... Are we always, We're losing something, I feel are like. You, are, is your generation dissatisfied with life the way it is? I think so. It's too boring without something? I feel that, like there always needs to be new entertainment. Yeah, so the entertainment part. So yeah. you sit down and you watch something because your life is so boring that you need to watch somebody else's life who, that's already scripted and a little more exciting? That, and I feel like my generation is, is afraid of what to do in the void when there is no entertainment. So what would the answer be? I mean, I, shouldn't, maybe I'm thinking, okay, as a teacher, as an older guy, why not do something in life that actually involved action and, right. and actually changed somebody's life? Why not go to some elderly person's house and clean up their yard? Because that's not normal. Yeah, but it would give you action and it would right. help somebody and it would, why not get together with friends and come to a place like Silverbridge Ranch or something and, and serve on a dish crew? Right, absolutely. So those things, right. when you start having real life with real people right. and doing real life with real people, it's amazing. Absolutely. And I think that sometimes we're afraid to engage in that. And there might be, you know, you might be listening to the show and being like, oh, that's great. You know, you're, you're talking ideal. But what is stopping you from doing that? You know, because I know that there are some of my friends, you know, that, you know, whether they live far away or here, that I know rather than engaging in active things like that, you know, because we talked about Philippians 4.8, you know, whether whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is holy, there is anything excellent right. praise. You know, think about these things, you know, so that, that's our principle, that's our standard. But I, I know that there's friends, you know, that rather than the challenge of doing that, because there might be some difficulty in doing that, might even be some effort in doing that, they'd rather, quote unquote, check out. And, and watch virtual reality, whether that's through a TV show, whether that's through a movie, whether that's through sports, and just waste away life. Yeah, so in a way, they just check out, and they're not there anyway. Right. You know, this verse that goes in Philippians uh, 4, where it says, Finally, brothers, whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. 
great verse. You could put it up somewhere. You could put it like right on, on, I used to say on your TV, but a lot of TVs are mounted on the wall and I mean, all kinds of stuff. So put it somewhere where you can look at it. <laughs> uh, but verse nine, the verse after that says this, and I want to oh, focus on that for a second. This, this verse blows my mind. Yep. Go for it, Dan. It says, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. I think people are pursuing peace. Right. And the way you get it is by imitating those who live in reality and live a life in hand in hand with God, walking with God. Everybody, your age, Jason, everybody, my age, your age, you should have two other people in your life. I call it a trio. Yeah. You should have somebody older in your life that actually is watching over you, that says that you can go to, you can ask any question about, you can, and, and you should be watching that older person or several older people, whatever. Why? Because if they really get it, that's how you learn. You right. don't learn through lectures. Right. You don't do that. Secondly, you should have a younger person around you that you're always dragging along. And I mean, you might be dragging them at times. Yeah. Where you're saying, you know, I want you to be a part of my life. I want you to do that. Yeah, you know, I've watched you. You you have a guy. You have guys come actually from other countries. Yeah, that you've influenced and still are influencing. They come and they still like being influenced by you. Right. But but you care about them and you watch over them. And if they did something wrong, I could imagine you going after them. Right. Absolutely. Okay. That's what you need in your life. The Apostle Paul is saying that to Timothy. When you read that, how many people that are listening today, and how many people in your generation? actually are, in, um, are very specifically, they have people in their life that are older that they put in a position where they both want to emulate and where they want to be held accountable. And I would say that that's, that's not happening a whole lot anymore. You know, like, I, unless you're intentional about it, that doesn't, doesn't happen. You know, and I think it's so important that you do that. Why? Because if you look at this, this is the mind-blowing thing about this verse. I mean, this is Paul writing, and it wasn't about Paul. You know, if you, if you read the New Testament, you know that Paul wasn't about Paul. He was about Jesus. You know, so he's not doing this as if he had a chip on his shoulder, but he's saying, you know, look at my life. You know, he says, you know, what you've learned, what you've received, what you've heard and seen in me, Paul, practice these things. So in other words, the way that Paul's living his life, he wants you to model that. And what would happen if you modeled that? Well, it says that, and the God of peace will be with you. You know, and so even as I think about my life and, and this, this trio, I'm looking at other people that I can learn from, you know, whether it be you, Dave, or other people that have been in my life, where I can learn how to do this so that I can even pass it down to the next generation. Because when I think about my life, it's like, wow, if I were to tell somebody younger, hey, look at the way that I'm living my life and do everything that I say, do, and teach, and the God of peace will be with you, like, that's a bold statement. Right. And so if I'm going out and I'm watching horror movies and I'm going out and I'm playing these violent video games, and on the other side of it, I'm saying, you know what, I want you to listen to Philippians 4.8, those two clash, and how is a young person going to look at that and say, where does this line up? Right. And that's radical. Right. And the problem is, is that we don't do that, and so we settle for trying to separate it into two different lives, and it just doesn't work. Yep. And that's why it's so important to have those people, even like yourself, Dave. But you have to do it. You have to you do have it. To. You have to do it, and it, it takes effort to do it. It, does, it just doesn't happen overnight. And, and I think we're afraid of that effort sometimes. And maybe we should re-talk about the church and what it should be, because maybe it should be adjusted that way. However, one, one of the things, for a moment, and yep. I know, you know time is short, but for a moment, think of people, whether you know well or in your family, distant family, whatever, who's young, 
they're young and their marriages are in trouble. Yeah. What would a difference be if those people were regularly hanging around an older person who loved God and was watching over them? I would say it would transform their marriage. Yeah, because when you think about them, do they have people in their lives right. that are older, that they hang out with, yeah, that they allow to be a part of their life, actually, yeah, so that they would notice the problem right. and even say anything? I mean, that's, that's another problem. Would you be willing to say something if you were in a relationship like that? Right. You need to. You need to be able to look at somebody when they're, they're doing something that's obviously wrong. Now, obviously, if you're, you're hiding things, you can't be corrected. Uh, I mean, there's, there's no way to correct something unless somebody sees it. And so people live uh, isolated lives in our country all the time. Yeah. And part of it is that the protectionism at that point. Yeah. They, they want to protect their lifestyle. And they know that if somebody actually knew what they were doing, they'd be corrected. Right, right. And so they don't allow that. Um, I, I don't know. I go to church on a Sunday morning. I don't see this model. Right. I mean, I'm not saying it's not there, but you don't see. Uh, and yet the Bible tells us, what are older wives supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Teach younger women yeah. to do what? To love their husbands. Right. Whoa, that's very specific, isn't it? Yeah. Well, if, if, a, if a younger wife does not have an older wife who loves Jesus in her life, who's teaching her how to love her husband? Right, absolutely. Now you might say, well, that's kind of an archaic. No, that's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And the Apostle Paul here is talking about older men like himself, and, and if you want to look at uh, like the books of Timothy, Second Timothy, First Timothy, that kind of stuff. So anyway. No, and I think that's great, and that's something we could dive into even in a future episode, because I think this whole idea is life-on-life life ministry, and that's what Jesus modeled. In order for us to to dive into life change and to see this, it's all about life-on-life. Life. So we thank you for joining us on Older Younger this week, and we encourage you to join in next time.
check out our website at Relay365.com and tune in and check out, download the old episodes, and we will see you here next time on Older and Younger with Dave and Jason.